0: You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain,
1: pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303 292 9992, now in Lowry or downtown.
2: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
0: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win
0: and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See
1: website for details. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brett and Dave invite you to Belly Up the Bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So Belly Up the Bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast show 226 August 28, 2022. Dave back together again down the Tavern Down in the Sports Bar. Man, oh man, it's been a long, uh, long ten days. We traveled a lot of the country. You saw some baseball games. I saw some baseball games. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. We'll get into that in a little bit. But man, oh man, it, it's it's amazing how when ten days goes by, the uh, and getting to the end of summer, how you try to fit so much stuff in uh, day in day out, and it's just the summer days. They're 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 uh, getting down to a precious few.
2: They're at a premium now. Like we're getting on uh next weekend is Labor Day weekend, the official end of summer. Um, you know, it's only virtual, but I can't remember the longest time that I it's it's been this long since I've seen your smiling mug on uh on the old, old Zoom channel. It's good to see you
1: again. Yeah, good friend. to see you too again, Dave. Good to talk. We uh we couldn't hook up when we were thing. I had some technical difficulties in Yankee Stadium and everything else, but to, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, Dave, as we get going here, um, a lot's been happening in the world of sports. Uh, we won't get a, get a chance to touch on everything. Obviously that's happened the last 10 days. Um, a lot going on, but one thing, uh, was crews I uh, just trying to get back in the swing of things. Like I was always tweeting and retweeting and reading and stuff. And I, I was pretty much tuned out for my entire time. I was on vacation. I was here and there and everywhere a little bit, but not a whole bunch. But, uh, today I was catching up on uh, a few Things on Twitter and our uh, our good friend and fan of the show, Jim from the Fan of the Van podcast, he had a, a tweet out there. Who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers? I know you're not a Steelers guy because of your your uh, your disdain for Ben Roethlisberger, uh, but this isn't so much of as a uh, uh, a Steelers question so much as he he who should be the starting quarterback for the Steelers. And he said, Kenny Pickett, who's a rookie, Ms. Trubisky, or Mason Rudolph. And to me, it doesn't much matter. My thinking on this, when I, when I first read that, when 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 Jim first put it out there, was why in your right mind would you start a rookie quarterback for a team that is destined to probably destined to not win a championship or to not be close, maybe maybe a playoff team? Why would you put a, a guy at like such as Kenny Pickett to follow a? a, a I know you don't like him. To, but to follow up a franchise icon like uh, Ben Roethlisberger?
2: I think um, handling rookies in any professional sports is managing expectations. I think being a starting quarterback in the NFL is the single hardest position to play because there's so much riding on every play. Like it's just, you can only make one mistake A game and that one mistake, if it's a pick six or if it's missing that open guy, that costs you the game. It's the only position similar is, is a goalie, but a goalie in the NHL isn't involved in every single offensive play in Pittsburgh. I, you got to manage your expectations. I don't think Kenny Pickett was knocking anyone's socks off. He was the best available. And what do you do? Like, let's give him a chance. He has some potential. But from what I saw of him, like, you know, you're playing in Pitt. You're not playing in the SEC. You're not playing against the best defenses. You're just you're just playing, right, against subcensored competition. He might develop into something better. But let Mitch Trubisky... Sink or swim for a little bit, and and
1: let Pickett learn from the sidelines is what I would do. That's my thought, one hundred percent, with that, Dave. I, I don't understand why you would possibly put a guy uh, who's it was a weak quarterback class. Pickett's good; like he was a good a good college guy. I don't know a whole bunch about him. I know enough that he was, you know, he got selected in the first round, which is a, a, is good. Uh, but you you just got to think, why would you possibly say? Okay, go out there and be average and confidence because you only get one or two chances before your confidence is completely shot. Why would you put put a guy out there to to be adequate? Why not learn the, the pro game when you got these great big men who can run just as fast or faster than you, hunting you down and they're and they're they're looking for jobs. It's not college guys who are who are just not, not filling rosters, but are filling rosters because there's a lot of a lot of guys who in college are filling filling rosters. And they they're there for different reasons. than going pro, they got scholarships and the like. Having a guy like Kenny Pickett, why not let him learn the pro game for a year instead of or two, or maybe get him into some spot time and not just Pickett, but other uh, quarterbacks? Because we've seen a lot a lot of times, uh, uh, rookie quarterbacks take a beating, and before you know it, they're three years in and they're out of the league. Just
2: alone i would assume never having played the position at any level let alone the nfl just having them wear the helmet and so they can hear the plays being called and then and then and then having an understanding of the offense and knowing what you're looking for knowing getting in the mind of your offensive coordinator who's in the ear of the quarterback on the field there's just so much going on and it's so fast and if you can i couldn't only there's so much to be learned by just having the OC in your ear and watching what transpires on the field. Like this watching it live, it's so much more than than watching it on your iPad home later that night.
1: Like you do you, do you think, Dave, that be, they have to handle these kids with kid glo- or these these quarterbacks with kids kid gloves. It you you're you damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. Because if you you have a a, a team that didn't uh, didn't exceed expectations, you didn't, and you have a team like Pittsburgh, who's been very very good, very solid playoff every year in the Roethlisberger years. They didn't miss out. They, they were always good. And now there's a certain expectation, and then you get a guy like Pickett coming in. You're damned if you do, if you damned if you don't draft a, a local not a local kid, but you know like a, a hometown kid, I guess. And then what? What do you do if if he if if he fails? Like you're kind of screwed, either way. The expectations low for
2: uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, is like uh, Kenny Pickett's in a perfect situation. He has a a substandard NFL, for lack of a better term, veteran coming in as the presumed number one, which is I w- I would want that if I was the Pickett count. You know, you have three years to prove yourself. You don't have to go Kyler Murray on on someone's ass, right? Go two years, one year. Let Trubisky fail. um, learn the offense because he, he will because that's what Trubis. You know, Trubisky has the tools. It's it's now. I think this Trubisky experience is really going to be interesting because a it's the first time he's had had a decent coaching staff. Chicago was a fucking nightmare as far as coaching. And as far as their OC, they didn't know their ass from a hole in the ground. Like uh, Lance Vance, who's their quarterback now. Um, The game, they started them. It was, I remember reading the article. They just threw them out to the wolves. They, they have no fucking clue what they're doing as the coaching staff in, in, in the bears organization. Pittsburgh, the one thing that I'm jealous about this franchise is that they have stable ownership and stable solid coaching. I think Tomlin yeah. I think Tomlin's a stud. Like he's he can coach my team any fucking time. And and this 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 might do good for Trubisky. Uh, he might have a chance to actually succeed. <laughs> the, the funny part is is like they don't have the tools. They don't have <laughs> they don't have the tools it's just Schuster's gone. Brown's gone. Connor's gone. Le'Veon Bell's gone. Like, but obviously Pittsburgh's offense seems to find these players. Like he's going to be thrown to Claypool and someone else. I forget his name, but they just re-signed him. Uh, a young guy.
1: If, if Dave was given a billion dollars and was, uh, had the opportunity to buy an NFL franchise, How likely would you be to draft a quarterback in the first round of your first year as the owner of uh, said team? Because to me, Dave, man, there hasn't been many Super Bowl quarterbacks who've won. Well, because Tom Brady's been winning so many over the years. But would you draft a quarterback and pay them big money? Because, man, it seems to be they're not a dime a dozen, but they're kind of... Interchangeable, and there's some there, there. There's the elite, there's the really good, and then there's everybody else. And Here's I the- and then draft like and then we, like we, let's let's go back to one of my main men from the uh, USC Trojans, from Matt Liner, where he got drafted I think eighth overall, huge mistake. And you go on and on to quarterbacks get drafted high and they get paid these big big dollars, and they don't do anything. Yes, you need to pay a quarterback or. On the other hand, do you need to pay a quarterback? Because someone plays a position position no matter what.
2: I'm going to answer this question with a question. I, myself, as I was thinking this, in the last 20 years, what franchise won a Super Bowl with a free agent quarterback? I can only think of two. Peyton Manning. With Denver.
1: And then I'm drawing a blank after that. Tampa Bay. With, with Brady Tom, with Tom Brady
2: everybody else wins with a drafted
1: quarterback a draft, okay, so well, there, there, there you go but So what, like, what drafted guy like, like the thing is it's such a crapshoot there's so many guys who get touted, touted guys, every Martin, year, right? more teams have lost with a drafted
2: quarterback but every Super Bowl champ yeah. aside from Brady and Peyton Manning won with a draft including Peyton Manning and in Indy right and obviously Brady with uh, with fucking uh, New England
1: yeah. So like every
2: other one, Eli Manning, every single one.
1: A, I never thought that's a, that's a very good point, man. You're smart tonight on a Sunday night here at the 14th. Well, I gotta be bright sometimes. Every man. once in a while, we get going and <laughs> things things work out in our favor. We spew a lot of shit. You throw enough shit in the wall, something's bound to stick. Uh, yeah. No, it's. I don't know if I would draft a quarterback in the first round because it just. But you, you have to because you need someone to play the position. But then once again, you don't have to because well. Here you go, right? It's well. And you look at
2: it, even like uh, way back in the day, San Fran. They let go of Joe Montana to to bring Steve Young in to win a fucking Super Bowl with him. Like it's
1: well. The thing with Young, and, and this is this is a bit of a reach, he was really USFL, reached. yeah. You already had some USL USFL experience, so he kind of knew the pro game at whatever extent. I can't. I barely remember the USFL. Correct, and that's recall. thirty years ago. Yeah. yeah, I barely recall I know there was a league in the. the the orange one was had some teams and whatever, and uh, <laughs> the orange one, what a heap of fucking trouble that guy's in right now. But uh, yeah, it's 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 odd, and I I I just I especially when a guy like you, you draft a guy because there there was a need in Pittsburgh because Roethlisberger, the icon, is gone. Do, was that just a sense of necessity or a sense of well, why not?
2: I I think i don't know played in pit it's gonna play well with uh the local fan, fan base right and we'll see what happens like they got nothing to lose they really have nothing to lose they have three years with this guy under with salary control and then either it works or it doesn't And goodbye or or uh sign here like it's you got nothing to lose
1: you need a quarterback. Yeah, because P- Pittsburgh is in a good situation where the fan- the, the stands will be, I can't remember if they didn't even changed their name of the stadium to, because Heinz Field, I'll always call it Heinz Field. It'll be full regardless. It, you just, uh, it, there was nothing to lose. It just draft the guy, and if he makes it, he makes it. Because he, he won't play much this year. Uh, Trubisky, average at best quarterback. Uh, Pittsburgh will probably go nine and, nine and eight. Ten and seven, kind of deal. Yeah,
2: because they're not—they're not a bully anymore, right? You got the—you got the Ravens and and Cincy, which are clearly better than them on
1: paper, and and Cleveland, which who knows what's better than anybody. That's gonna be now that this whole thing is Deshaun Watson. We won't get into a whole bunch now that this one's finally put to bed. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with Cleveland, uh, in their first eleven games. We talked about the past. They're they're they probably going to go five and five when we thought that he was going to get the entire season and now he's ele- got, got the first eleven games. Uh, they just got to survive a little bit. It's going to be the most interesting conference in football to see because everybody everybody that to a man is hoping that Pitt, that that Cleveland goes zero and eleven and they and they and they and then when when Watson comes back that they lose the first their, their next six games and go 0-17. To a man, sports fans, non-sports fans, are hoping that Cleveland has the worst season in NFL history.
2: Not commenting on the punishment or anything, but the one thing that I just, you got to be fucking kidding me, the fix is in. Do you know what Deshaun Watson, his first game back, do you know where it is?
1: No. Houston. Of course it is.
2: Of course it is. His first game back is a roadie in Houston against the Texans. That's the only thing that's says like the fix is fucking in. They're going to get ratings through the roof. It might be a Thursday for Amazon. I don't know. You know, Dave, it, that's, it, it just blows me away. How fucking, does that happen? It's, it's, it's
1: so disturbing that judges are in the back pocket and, and it's everything else of NFL. It's disturbing because I, I I like the game. I'm not the hugest NFL guy, but I watch every Sunday. We talk about it on our show a lot. I play fantasy. I do this. I do that. It disturbs me that it got to this point. And now that now that I hear that, that's even more disturbing. Like they're making a mockery of it, even more so by having his first game back with his ex team. That is fucking borderline in Houston. It, it's borderline it, disgusting. Like, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but like, there's
2: no gotta conspiracy. Be this is what happened you, a oh. judge, whoever the second judge, <laughs> who made the decision. no, this was now, no, this was the agreed upon one. The judge didn't uh, levy this punishment, this was an agreed upon. The, uh, okay, the agreed upon
1: between the lawyers and the agents and blah blah between blah. Between NFL whatever. and between NFLs, for camp them to and for them, camp, for them they they... do that, it makes more a situation <laughs> than the first. Than the first suspension was way more. The, the NFL, like they have, they literally
2: have no heart. None. They they worship at the god of dollars and cents.
1: And oh, if it it don't make if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. And that's my next point, Dave. Here we're gonna we, we I didn't want to talk, we're not we won't talk about the, the situation that happened with the, the the Buffalo kicker, uh who cares what his name is, Matt Matazari or Zaire or whatever the fuck, who cares? Um it just goes to show that. If you're a big time quarterback, you're going to get beneficial treatment, whether it's in college, high, high school, college, NFL. A kicker is uh alleged. It's been he, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes in court and everything else. A kicker gets into trouble. Buffalo Bills, who's a a, a Super Bowl contender, super bowl contender, great team, big expectations. A kicker on that team, they said, get the fuck out get out. You don't play here. We don't, we're not fucking around. Get out. We don't need the publicity. We don't need the bad press. If it was a quarterback, what was the, the quarterback for Buffalo? What's his name? Uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. If it was Josh Allen, this would be a whole different situation. But it's a kicker, get out. That's yeah. that, goes, that goes to show how fucked up, as your statement was, with the NFL, they have no heart. If it makes them money, they're fine. But a kicker, See you later. Well, you know, a kicker—that's like you know, like a fourth line uh,
2: penalty killer, right? In in the NFL, it's like uh, the eighth guy on the bench in the NBA. The the ones the difference makers. If it was the the third the third string quarterback, he'd be gone. Like, so it's not just a punter. Like we're talking about brand names, people. Yeah. that that so literally jerseys sell jerseys and every every decision wins and loses games. Like the punter can have a bad game. The team could still the punter if you if you're playing with KC when Mahomes is having a good day, you're not even going to see the field.
1: Right? The punter doesn't even see the field some days in KC. I'm gonna interrupt did you happen to see um, on Twitter, I think I put it on Twitter on Friday night, uh speaking of kickers, uh because we go to save on foods across the road here, we end's De- name was entered in the uh kick to win uh, for, for, for a million bucks in a CFL game for oh, whatever, yeah? whatever happened, blah blah. Yeah, if there was two kickoff returns for touchdowns, we, we would have won a million bucks. I I actually tuned into a CFL game, Dave, on Friday night. Um <laughs> was dead, dead tired because we flew in the, the, the night before, but I actually watched I think it was the, yeah, it was the Riders and the, the Lions. And I didn't even see a kickoff because you could take the ball from the 40. So we didn't even have a chance to get a fucking kickoff. Oh. But it was Can kind of miss- neat to see, because like, she she got sent some messages. Hey, here's your, your your names here. You're up for a million bucks. Yeah. And in a, in a typical CFL fashion, it was 20 payments of 50 grand a year, which is still good money, <laughs> but they wouldn't give you a million bucks right off the hop. Yeah, well, you know
2: that's that, that's okay. Like, a, oh a 50, yeah, you take Fifty it. grand bonus signing every every year. Yeah. yeah, that's that's New Year's Day. Here's fifty grand. Right on. Yeah, like it'd be Bonnie Bonilla the Day. It'd be uh, Deanna Mikalopoulos Day. Yeah, CSL fashion. Yeah, would if you like uh, ask for it like Bobby Bonilla fashion? Big checks every day. Every check every
1: July Fourth. Yeah, pick a day, maybe her birthday or whatever. Find find her day. It was kind NHL of NHL free agent day. Yeah, <laughs> have, have a little have a little fiesta back at the at the tavern. So, anyways, no. But I, Dave, I just I, I did find it funny that the uh, that kicker and then it was big news for two days uh, for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He didn't play, and then today, gone. See you later. It's not even news anymore. It, it's crazy. and now it, it's and now he's on crazy. his own. Yeah. Oh, he's out. And now,
2: yeah, those are bad allegations, and that's it. I'm not gonna comment on it anymore. Everybody knows what we're talking about. And good readiness. Don't
1: be a don't be a fucking idiot. Hundred percent, Dave. Uh, you you got your fantasy draft coming up very soon. Have you done any prep prep work yet? Nope.
2: Um, I'm going on holidays again this weekend, and I'm gonna have literally hours, like twenty hours of pool time. I'm bringing my, I'm going to study by the pool in uh, Crescent Bar, Washington. That's where I'm going to be doing Jesus. Uh, my studying. Well, it's and, a thing. And that's, it's a thing. I know, but I got like 20 hours of it. Like I should be caught up because you know what? It don't fucking matter <laughs> what injury and I'm done anyways. Like it's, yeah. it's there's, there's so much luck going into fantasy. It seems like the, there is a group. There's a, like I say, in my league, there's a quarter of the teams that are there on the top every year. There's a quarter on the bottom every year. And there's uh 50% of us that fight it out. And I
1: think I'm in the 50, 50% group. I'm signed up for the uh, Belly Up Survivor Pool, the Belly Up Sports Network that we're that we're a part of. Thank, uh, thank have you, Belly mind. Up. You're you're signed up for that. I'm signed up for that. That'll get going. I did sign up for the Belly Up College Football um, Survivor Pool. I might we might get one uh, a fourteen twenty Survivor Pool going too, uh, just for some fun. Won't be any money involved. Just get people involved in the show and uh, have some laughs with that. But uh, NFL season, man, it, it's big business right across the board. Whether it be watching games, buying shirts, buying it's. Dave it's so big and I it it, it can't be stopped it, it just can't be like it can't be stopped how big it is it can be stopped it can be slowed down it can be slowed down we've had seen most scandals of, of ever in the last five years and it just keeps going but I don't understand
2: this is what I don't understand because I'm not this fan I don't understand the Sunday night
1: need. philosophical Dave I want to hear this.
2: I don't understand the constant need for off-season information. I don't either. It don't matter. Think fucking one till game fucking one. And that's when I start caring. And that's when I'm watching. And that's when, like, everything that happened behind the scenes and the highly touted rookie and this and that. And, and I'm going to watch game one. And I'm going to see, like, oh, fuck, got to work on that, got to work on that. And then I'm not even giving up on the season until game six. That's yeah. when I, that's when I have my, I want to say intellectual honesty of, of, of what I expect the Broncos to do. Cause, and I have, I remember last year, I predicted like they could be 12 and two and Teddy brought Bridgewater and that fucking
1: coach forgot his name already.
2: <laughs> so that's
1: how much it matters. Well,
2: fucked it right up, you know? And if you're not doing what I think is going to let the team succeed, then fuck off. Get gone and stay gone, which is what he is. Um, this new guy from – is it LaFleur? Fuck. See, I just know he's from Green Bay. It's not LaFleur because LaFleur is uh, Green Bay's head coach. Um, I like him. I like the acquisition of Russell Wilson. I think this has – we have some great pieces on offense. We have a decent defense. But the only thing is, I wish we played in the fucking NFC East as opposed to AFC West because this is a hard fucking division.
1: No, it's going to be interesting to see how it all rolls out. I mean, we could we could probably uh, go through the list. Like we're we're going, we'll probably do it maybe on on Wednesday before you head down to the gorge. We'll uh, go through the list and say who's not winning the Super Bowl. We we could probably get it down to uh, five teams who have a chance, and that, and and that and. Dave, that's what makes it crazy for me is that there's 26, 27 teams that we know right now and that ESPN knows and that the fantasy footballs, all these blah, blah, blah. There's 27 teams we know right now aren't winning. We know that. And how the NFL is so huge, I don't understand it. I, I don't like I like watching the games. I enjoy it. I watch college football a lot more. I follow that a lot more. Although we know we all know Alabama and Clemson are gonna be there. But the NFL, we know 27 teams right now on August 28th of 2022 that aren't winning Super Bowl. We know this.
2: So so here like on to, to put it on the other side. If I gave you like give me five teams, one of those has to win the Super Bowl. How much, like ten thousand dollars, like a, an uncomfortably high wage wager. Yeah. Like, would you say, give me six teams, give me seven teams, give me five, because no one would have picked Cincy last year.
0: Rams Probably won not. it,
2: right? But well, they Rams didn't win either. Win it. No, yeah, exactly. They did right. not win. So, like, yeah, like, so I, I would say five teams. Like, it's, it's five teams. Every year, it's one of five teams that's going to win the Super Bowl.
1: We'll have to uh, hook up in, in the next couple of weeks before the season starts and go to BetUS.com and uh, and, and make maybe play, find something on their wager line that says, says that like pick five teams and there you go and and you, and you win ten grand because uh, yeah I think it's there, there's five teams because you 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 can go through it and say they're they're not they're not they're not they're not pretty quick, right. So you really? can eliminate
2: half the league like in, right in 20 right seconds. It's now even yeah. just
1: done, right? Yeah. So it's crazy how big it is, even even though we know most teams don't have a chance. It's crazy to me. It's, it is crazy it's because it's crazy you still to don't me the, the psychoanalysis of every fucking game that goes on on 10 different networks. And you're like, they're not, it doesn't matter. That team's not winning.
2: Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand the dissection of the offseason because it doesn't matter. Like, and I get it. I get super fan does that in basketball and hockey and baseball. I get it. There is super fan out there, but maybe because it's so few, it's only 17 weeks. Yeah. And it's only this. And like, so you have so much time between games. Like there's no extended road trips. There's only one game a week. Yeah. So, you do your homework and, and bang it out, and it's
1: such a wonderful game to watch. And that's that's yeah, crazy, that's what it is. is. And it was survivor pools. We'll get maybe we'll get our 1421 going. Uh, I'll get that going this week before the season starts. The belly up pool, belly up sports, belly up.com. Get that put up on our social media account. And if the 1420 sports for our podcast, watch it at manscaped at manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420 scape at manscaped.com today for all your men's grooming requirements.
2: Hi there, it's Dave from 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. We decided to give Brent a break and give me the read tonight for Manscaped. Manscaped is uh, happy to join up with us for the Nut Up Challenge. We're going to feature some of the most clutch moments in sports history by athletes who nutted up and went legend. Be sure to vote for your favorite moments on Twitter and nut up as well with Manscaped. Going to Manscape.com and using our promo code 1420SCAPED today. Hey, it's Brett for 1420
1: Sports Bar podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to betus.com to make all your sports wagers. Betus.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from trolling college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at betus.com. Just click on our our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's Favorite Sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. So sign up at America's favorite sports book today and pad your pockets at betus.com. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by betus.com, America's favorite sports book, online sports book, sorry. Um, Dave, you were down in Denver, Colorado, caught a couple of, a uh, couple, three Rockies Giants games, I believe. I was in New York City uh, for my annual trip that got postponed because of the COVID situation that was going on. Uh, saw the Jays uh, a couple times. I, I went to a Subway Series game. Uh, all in all, I had a great time. It like we talked off air before we uh, started BSing here. It's tough coming back to reality, man. Like it's uh, you're you're on vacation. You don't got to cook. You're just walking around, having a beer, doing this, doing that. Everything's on a credit card or plastic. And you, there's just go where you got to go with it. You only got the only place you really got to be is what time that the uh, the it says on your ticket uh, to get to the game or whatever your pregame situation was. It's Sunday now. I got back on, on Friday morning, late Thursday night, I guess. Uh, tip number one, Dave do not fly Air Canada, do not go to Pearson International Airport in Toronto. Awful, awful, awful. But, anyways. Uh, getting back to rally day, it's been a tough couple of days for me. I had a, a thing to do yesterday, but man, she's been tough. Oh, preach,
2: brother. Cause I had the same uh thing. We went down uh after work. We drove into Montana. We flew out of Kalispell to Denver. Direct flight um uh domestically in the States. So like no no, no Toronto airports, no Air Canada airports, no customs in the airport. Oh, fuck! Three keys, and for, uh, as a four, all three of us went with carry on, no check baggage. We oh, did carry on, winner. Yeah. Oh man, we so we flew through the airports. Traveling was a breeze. Denver's a big fucking airport. I'm. It's large, yeah. Yeah, and and. Uh, the one thing, and like, though this is more like, like, just talking about the trip. We we took the train from uh, the airport downtown. Union Station is two blocks away from Coors Field, and we were two blocks away from that. And then we didn't walk. I didn't get in a rubber wheeled vehicle in the in the state of Cal- uh, Colorado, and I was there for four and a half days while, while my family was. So that was that was awesome. I realized that I was fairly sequestered in the district of denver i was in but that district of denver that i was in big thumbs up big thumbs up it was a family rest is a family holiday awesome. and we had a lot of fun
1: no it's uh denver's i've been there to to coors Field a few times the, the area around there is great the 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 ballpark is beautiful like the ballpark is i i wouldn't say second to none but it's uh it, it ranks right up there they, do they still tout it as america's most beautiful ballpark before the season, um, before the I I did starts. not
2: see that anyway. Cuz
1: they usually just say it and you hear it and whatever so whatever.
2: And and when you were there did they had they ripped down the whole right field triple decker uh seats for bars? There's bars yeah, up there now.
1: They they were not there when I was there. No.
2: Yeah, like I actually uh like I read up on it. Um they had done renovations to actually decrease the seating capacity, but instead of the nosebleeds they have now three bars in the in awesome. the triple-decker. And that's where the $3 beers were. I did get my $3 beer the first day, but it was a fucking hike. That's to
1: keep you up in the bars. Yeah, I'm there with my family. If we were there with you, we'd be up there. I did. I, I'll talk about that in a second at Yankee Stadium. Where we got in <laughs> there on uh, – we got in late because of Air Canada, the cocksuckers, on uh, Saturday afternoon. But uh, I did notice you put a, a picture up on the, the old Twitter machine under 1420, <laughs> Dave. That uh, your your son Jasper was sitting up in the uh, in the uh, the mile high seat, uh, the the purple ring around the stadium. Uh, I'm assuming that was an apple juice in his hand for some unknown reason, Dave. I don't know if it was a uh, a nice cold Coors Light or something. But to me, uh, I'm sure Jasper. He's only 11, I believe. Uh, he wouldn't be having a beer in the stands, would he? He did not. I asked him to actually. That was a beer, okay. But I asked him to hold it for me while I took a picture. It was quite a funny picture. He was out there, but <laughs> and what was funny when, when I got out of that, he was he he was a uh, he was uh, like he was like an eighty five year old man or a seventy five year old man. <laughs> he had done his last uh, fifteen bucks, sitting at the cheapest seats in Coors Field, and he had a box of popcorn and a beer in his hand, and uh, sitting up at the cheapest seat he could possibly <laughs> find, all by himself, and didn't want to be bothered. Cause there was nobody else sitting around him. I thought it was a great picture. You nailed it there, Dave. I thought it was a, uh, you know, I thought it was quite uh quite funny and artistic on your, on your behalf. It
2: was, it was fun. And that was day two. We sat in different seats. We sat in the outfield uh, once we sat in the nose read once. And we sat uh, like six rows behind uh, San, the dugout San Fran third baseline on uh, day three. So we, we experienced all the seats and we had different experiences, and it was it was great. We explored the ballpark. We had a lot of time, and we enjoyed ourselves so much.
1: No, and when you're not in a hurry, when you can go to a like when you know you're going to three games, and you got a chance to just relax. And like the first day is not I don't, I don't want to say a, it's a show, but you're, you're okay. Where do I go? What do I do? And you're kind of in a hurry, and also you can, you can relax and go. Okay, we got three days. We can see this. We see that, and you you see so okay. We can go look at that. Let's go tomorrow. You know. And, and that's the great thing about baseball is that even if, uh I mean, Deanne did it at Yankee Stadium. We've been there a couple times before. But in the sixth inning, we just went up and went for a walk just because. Because the game isn't to the eighth. The score, okay, whatever, good enough. And you can go for a walk. And that's the great thing about baseball is you, you don't have to be in your seat the entire time because they're usually open open air um concourses and you can see things and still enjoy the game
2: and even when you're in the concourses the game is on
1: tv screens or so on the they, radio up in the thing it's all it's so always if on These be you can
2: belly up to the standing room and see something important happen like if yeah. if, if you're if you got to go take that leak and all of a sudden like there's there's back-to-back singles then now it's two on with you can you can hustle without going to your seat and see exactly and go what's gonna happen
1: elbow somebody out of your way and you get yeah and see something yeah, When we were stuck at Pearson on uh, Saturday morning, uh, I saw a guy that was uh, we were having a couple of beers before we did nothing else to do. Um, uh, we, <laughs> we were supposed to be there for an hour, we ended up being there for three. And uh, we saw a guy wearing a Jay's jersey. And I, I just out of nowhere, I said, Hey, are you uh, because he was going, to. he was in the same gate as us. I said, Are you going to the game? He goes, if I fucking get out of Pearson. He says, so We started bullshitting. <laughs> and, and uh, when we did, when we were in line to finally get on our airplane. He goes, do you want to share a cab to get to, to Yankee Stadium? I said, absolutely. So uh on the way, um, uh, because we had different plans for tickets and everything else, we just got uh it's called the pinstripe pass, it's 25 bucks and it's standing room only wherever, wherever you can find a seat. And we uh we went way high up, a place I haven't, I've been to Yankee Stadium a number of times, and uh we went way high up in the Budweiser party deck, and it was it it was a lot of fun like we i we, could only imagine we were, were almost out of our we're almost out of our uh our demographic for sure because it was a little <laughs> younger it was a lot younger than me and Deanne. she just turned 40 the day before and uh, me being 48 you know, it was a lot of fun and there were there were people having a really good time and there was a, a a bar right behind and then there there was bit uh bench seating bar seating where you could still watch the game yeah, we're in the third deck of Yankee Stadium, but you know it was a lot of fun. Uh, no, I, I couldn't, I can't, uh, I can't. I, Think the game day experience of baseball game is second to none to me.
2: I got a, I got a quick question. In Yankee Stadium, did they accept cash or everything had to be tapped? Everything's tapped. Everything's yeah, same tapped in now. course. Like, like uh, my father in law, like uh, he came to two games with us every
1: time he like he got refused cash you cannot pay cash in yeah. Coors field uh, which was weird and, cause and, at times i've been there before it, you, i you take out a chunk of change and go to the game and whatever and if i run out of this and that's the thing that's shitty for for uh, a beer drinker like me or you or is that if when you, when you run out of cash okay i'm out of cash i'm not buying anymore but oh, the credit cards there the debit cards or whatever, right? So, tap, so he just tap, 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 tap. tap. So, <laughs> so on, on, on that note, the, the uh, Major League Baseball, they, they've kind of figured it out that way. But no, we uh, we found some cheap beers and uh, good beers and everything else. No, it was, we had a really good time. Uh, and Paul O'Neill Day on Sunday, uh, the, the Subway Series on, on Monday, uh, that was a different experience. The, uh, what I found, Dave, and I don't know how, I mean, the, the Rockies aren't very good. Their their playoff aspirations are are null and void at opening day. Usually, Um, what were the fans like to each other? Because I'm assuming there were some San Francisco fans at the game. Was there some? There was some some, heart. There was a
2: big contingency of San Fran fans. Huge. Like I was surprised by how many San Fran fans, and I don't know why that was. Um, San Fran's, they're they're five and a half back of the wild card when this series started and I don't know what they've done. And actually Colorado took two or three from them. Um, San Fran fan uh, represented, and there was zero incidents of possible fisticuffs or belly bumping or not like absolutely none. And so I don't know. And the other thing I looked at though, even called Colorado is a traditional shag franchise. They're number eight in the league. In attendance, they average over 30,000 a game Crazy. that fr- that Friday night game. I think it was 37,000 fans and it was full. And then the other thing I, I noticed, like in the the one game, the f- game one was uh, Friday night. Um, we sat in the outfield right above the the bullpens, if you're familiar with worst yeah. field. And you had a talk in each other's ear. The din of people visiting was ridiculous. They're like everybody is talking the entire fucking game. Like, like, like the two, like they would have to put the the, the two strike cheer on when a pitcher yeah. had, and then like and then they, people would cheer until they shut off the graphic, and then they get back to visiting. Yeah. So it was, it was, it's an event clearly, but it's they're there just because it's something to do. It's not because the Rockies are good. And I think that is like a blessing and a curse for a franchise, right? You're always going to be there and you support the home team, but what is the owner?
1: What's his impetus to put a quality yeah, battle on the? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, it's no, it's the it, same thing. Like it's, uh, I like the, the, uh, the few years back there was a situation I had with a Jays fan. In uh, in New York City, he gave me shit that I wasn't cheering for the Jays. You know, cheering for the Yankees, being Canadian, he was quite mad at me. And he 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 wanted to punch me, and I said, "You're not going to punch me. Just like quit talking stupid. Don't be dumb." But anyways, on uh, on the weekend, it was great. The Jays fans were great. The Yankees fans had a really good time. There was just some some harmless ribbing between everybody, and it was really really fun. There was no like I didn't see any problems whatsoever. And I was the next night the uh, or on the Subway Series, I thought there would be something. Uh, we were sitting in the bleachers, and 203 did roll call with uh, the, the bleacher creatures. And then there were some Mets fans who rolled in there, and were sitting there. And it was uh, there was some boo the Mets and fuck the Mets, but it was uh, a, a lot of uh, just it
2: fun. was good spirited ribbing. It was ribbing.
1: good spirited ribbing, and there was no situation whatsoever. Uh, the Yankees came back to win the game. Uh, they beat Scherzer that night, and the place went crazy. There was 46,000 plus the biggest crowd they've had all season long. Uh, it, it was it was it was a lot of fun. And uh, like the subway ride back and forth to Manhattan was 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 uh, it was really good with the, the 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 two fan bases having a good time. So uh, needless to say, it was uh, we had a great time. Uh, saw a lot of a lot of cool things. Uh, had a lot of fun and enjoyed ourselves immensely. And uh, if, if, if man, if a guy could uh, make a living doing that, that'd be something else.
2: Yeah, speaking of a guy making a living doing this
1: game, Evan Longoria can still ball. That guy I didn't know he was still playing until you mentioned that earlier on. Yeah. He's with San
2: Fran.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. He fucking
1: raked the whole series, hit a grand
2: slam, the one game, and like third base. Like that was one of my things. Like, after it's been a long time since I've been to a major league game and watching like all this A-ball and pioneer ball and college ball. Yeah. Those men can
1: play they can ball play baseball. they
2: can field even though we piss and moan i do about fielding and stuff when they pick one clean and throw it to first it's a fucking rocket and they're good and they're good yeah and evan Longoria can still play this game like like i said like I, his stats were like he was only hitting 248 or something but he okay. plays a
1: solid third base yeah. and he and he fucking he raked in colorado yeah, we uh, we saw Judge hit two uh, on the Sunday and the Monday, and like it's just those guys when when they when they hit the ball, it just sounds different. When they when they yep. and when they throw the ball, it looks different. It's just like I like we I do those WCBL games, college kids who can play. they they're good good ball players, they're good ball players, but these guys who are in the big leagues. They're just different, and it's just the ball thrown differently, and it's hit differently, and it's feel it, it's crisper and cleaner and everything. it's watching these guys play in the big league it's it's just different. Yeah, it is. Um one more I do want to touch upon one more particular player.
2: Yeah. Jock Peterson. He's put on some
1: pounds, eh? He's a fucking lollygag. Lollygags around the field. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: plays left field and I watch that that guy and he is the last guy in the dugout every single time. Oh. One time he caught a fly ball, like a foul ball, like about halfway between the foul ball and a uh, foul pole and third yeah. base. And he beat one guy to the dugout. Otherwise, he's the he's the close. He's the last guy in the dugout every time. And I dig his action. I dug his action with that. Didn't he the pearls but... in the
1: playoffs last year with Atlanta? Right. right. And
2: with the Dodgers, like, two years in a yeah. row. And so I kind of dig his attitude, but, like, I'm not sure I do anymore because he is a fucking lollygagger.
1: The. Uh... <laughs> uh Dave give me a uh two positives and one negative of Coors Field. Two positives and I uh, cuz it can't be all good. We all we bitch and complain and everything else about something. Give me two positives and one negative about Coors Field that uh that uh you can share with the the 1420 crowd.
2: Well, it's a very friendly stadium. Um That's one. Uh two Not a bad seat in the house. Um, I do, like, I prefer the third levels to six rows back. Um, Those those seats are fun. You have your private concourse. Well, I won't say private. A lot less lineups uh, because lineups are for assholes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, The negative. Ballpark food sucks ass. Fuck it. Like nachos and hot dogs and stuff like that. I, I like. I shared nachos night one, and I didn't have another calorie from there that wasn't in beer form. <laughs> <laughs> what would you but, for your choice down there? What what were what, what we drinking in the field? Coors, man. I was in Coors Field. I had a. I have to respect the the venue. Yeah. And Bud wasn't on 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 thing. Twelve fifty for a super super can.
0: Oh,
1: I know. Yeah. I, yeah. Well. So it wasn't
2: like you know it was whatever like i I was obviously expecting that
1: oh yeah it wasn't it was I wasn't surprised I wasn't shocked
2: yeah. yeah so so to a game I had a like I was weird 20 minutes from the house and five minutes from a bar just outside so me and father-in-law would have a fucking beer at the just before going and then have a beer at the
1: bar right across the street and then have a beer in there so uh two positives for me um well, I've been there so many times. Uh, actually, you know what? The this is the first time. And their fucking popcorn at Yankee Stadium is something to behold. Like I, I never had it. Be, and Deanne's a popcorn connoisseur, but she got a, she got the big carton there uh, on uh, Jesus, what was it? On the Paul O'Neill day, unbelievable. Like just the right enough butter, so it was, but it wasn't soggy. But it was great. Like you know what I mean? Like it was it was perfect popcorn like that. and that's funny that picture of jasper like that's a, a like a a, yeah. a helmet a baseball
2: helmet full of popcorn yeah. it was terrible like i actually took this like he came with it i wasn't with him oh. and i brought it back i go we're getting you new shit this is awful and then the guy came back and it was fucking cold they like worse
1: popcorn I'm yeah. glad. No, it was the, the best ever in my life. It was so good. I, I mean, I can talk with Yankee Stadium forever if you if you let me. Uh, to the um, the the customer service at Yankee Stadium because you get so many people and so many different going here and there and goons and everything else. The customer service and the the, uh, the uh, people were so helpful and knowing to and how to um, direct traffic and get people going in the right direction. And just saying, okay, calm down. It's just over here because people panic a little bit when they get big stadiums. The yeah, actual knowledge of people there, yeah, and here, so they knew how to how to uh, control a situation. So that's one thing I, I quite like about there. Uh, a negative um, lineups to get in. I get that security is a thing. Like it went, it went quick, but it was, it's, it's a little, it's a little much, especially when it's ninety five degrees outside and everything else. The lineups to get into a, into the building. That's I mean it's a pretty minor gripe, but uh, other than that, uh she's he, pretty great. The atmosphere yeah. the atmospheres around the ballpark, I, I'm sure that Denver's the same way. The atmosphere around the stadium, I, I love it. It's almost um better than the game sometimes. The 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 friends that I've made and the acquaintance I made. I saw I saw some old friends I haven't seen in a couple few years that uh, shook hands. I remembered me so I know it was great. And I'm sure the same thing was in Denver. How uh, you, you go to a place and everybody's having a good time, you know, it's there's nothing quite like it. There's not the aggression that there is before a hockey game or a football game. People are going to a baseball game to 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 I don't want to say waste their afternoon, but to waste their afternoon. To waste their
2: afternoon. And then there was um I forget the actual name. I think it's called McGregor Square or whatever. It's directly across and it's it's hotels and condos and everything, but it's it, it's a courtyard and uh in the courtyard they have a big tv screen with uh, sports bars and you go in and it's just like a bar and food court yeah and you can bring your beer outside and as uh uh the father-in-law and i were sitting there as uh, my son was going through the gift shop um because they get a half shop that. oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) let me finish
1: <laughs> he, he's got a full jersey, full uniform, socks, and all. I'm thinking,
2: ah, uh, not quite, but nonetheless. <laughs> as you're sitting there, you see all the San Francisco people walking in the park. Yeah. My son, like I mentioned before, he had his budget and he wanted to. And in this, in this place I just finished describing, there's a co- official Colorado Rockies store. Him and he was in there with uh, my wife, with Kaylee he's i don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing he had his budget but that fucking kid touched every piece of merchandise in that store they were in there for an hour and they came out and like what'd you buy nothing we're gonna see what's in the park and then he had to go and touch everything and then and so do you know what he bought we had a city connect him and i bought the same hat actually well unbeknownst to each other the City Connect Colorado Rockies hat. Yeah, yeah, I think. it's green. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, green yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. white and, uh, like, yeah. I like it. But then uh, he bought a City Connect uh, T-shirt, too. And name on the back, I don't know. think you'll know any Colorado, but you'll know this name. Gritchett, that played for the fucking Randall Gritchit that played for the Jays last yeah, year. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he stayed true to the Jays and bought Gritchett
1: there you go no it's
2: another takeaway is like they got a fucking ton of uh bryant jerseys in uh the gift shops so you'll be oh he's those. their
1: guy right
2: yeah yeah well he it's signed like, the he, big
1: deal they gotta promote it like you gotta push it yeah like,
2: but but he's not there he's not in the lineup right yeah. so and and
1: so i would imagine you can get those for pretty cheap right now if you go to fansedge.com, you probably get it for cheaper and 20% off free shipping and everything else, right? So,
2: Brian uh, Colorado Rockies at fansedge. No, Use our uh, link,
1: man. Oh, God. I, I tell you what, if that, if that could be my job somehow, uh, actually, you might have caught up on this before we'll get make this one quick, Dave. Um, I don't know if it happened when you were there, but that Zach Hample, the baseball guy. Um, he was, he got, yeah,
2: he, he, was, he I missed S him by the out. day. Yes,
1: oh, it was after you left in Colorado, yeah, okay, because uh, uh an, an, I like just a, saw 75 year old Usher said, You can't come in here to get a baseball. Um, yeah. and he put he posts something on his Twitter account, and the people are attacking him. Even Marcus Stroman said, Listen, shithead, sit in your fucking seat. Baseballs are for kids. What's your take on Zach Campbell, his shtick? And should he be allowed to go and catch a baseball? It's, it means free game. I get it. But in your seat, like, you know, just because you
2: buy a seat doesn't mean you get it. Like, cause that, that's a short porch there in left field. Yeah. I know exactly where he was trolling. Right. And, um, the people in the front there are a lot of them are are disabled and 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 not yeah. able to grab
1: them. well he now, he re, he reads spray charts before he goes to a, a field is what he. yeah does.
2: and so this guy is now preying on the the easy seats right like this person can't get up and run this person can't even get up and block you right, right. and then just because you're eager and and want to set a record and and you, 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 propose propose to have fans who pays that motherfuckers bills.
1: I don't know. I don't know. He's got a, a huge Twitter following and he's, he's all over the, the U S all the time. And-,
2: and that's another thing I kind of want to talk about is the authentication and, and marketing of all these fucking baseballs and stuff like that. I asked some questions in the guest shop. Yeah. It's, it's well, we'll get
1: into it. We'll give that another day, but anyways, yeah. the 1420 sports bar podcast, on the road this past week, having a good time. We we're in some major league baseball parks, watching games, having a great time. As as, as you could hear the, the 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 joy in Dave's face and the happiness in mind was uh, it was a great time. It's tough getting back to reality, and you watch the games now on TV. It's it's not quite the same, but uh, who knows uh, what what could be uh, in the future for, for us both? So it's uh, a lot of fun. I had a great time where I was good, like I said. See, saw some old friends in the Bronx, and uh, it was uh, it was it was great to be back again. And Dave, first time for you and your son to be a major league game. And uh, Kaylee, how did Kaylee do?
2: Kaylee did great. She had a super time. The only bad day was uh, last day because it was an afternoon game. Got a little remember hot. Remember that? Got a little hot. It is so hot. Well, you remember that game yeah. we saw with Griff. Yeah. It was fucking hot in those good seats.
1: And your fair-haired maiden, she didn't take to it too, too, too
2: nicely. She needed to get up to the concourse, which was whatever.
1: There
2: it, it was hot. That's it was hot. so hot when we sat down in the seats and we were there before the game. It was five minutes. It was uncomfortably hot on my ass. Like yeah. it was yeah. for five minutes. It yeah, was the Bronx so hot. was
1: hot. Like it was. Jesus, Holy. But of course, Deanna and I kept looking for more sun. because We you know, were thinking it's going to run out or something. I don't know. Global but, uh, she's a
2: worshiper and, and you could drink more beer than I could on your trip.
1: We drank some beers, yes. Uh, we I, I, actually, Dave, I'm going to bring it up. Before we went to the Billy Joel show on uh, on Wednesday or our last day there, we were just touring around Manhattan. We went to a few different places and doing God. I can't recall. We did so so many things and saw so many places. We went to uh, our first chain place that I go every year Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. You've <laughs> heard, you heard of Bubba Gump's? I have. Okay. So we I, I go every year. I go down there. I don't know why it's a thing, but anyways, it's your thing. It's a thing. I just go every time I'm down in Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan. And then uh, I never read the, the placards that are on the tables. And he goes, he goes, happy hours from three till six. It's 350 pints of Bud Light. I'm like, okay, let's go back to the hotel right now, change for the show. Let's, let's come back because that, that's a hell of a deal, man. You can't get a, we <laughs> like got three, 350 is is $5 Canadian. Right, yeah. you can't get that in Canada. You can't get it's, that in a pub in Canada for five. That's bucks. a fucking deal. So yeah. we so we bustled back and sat at Baba Gums for Billy Joel strolls. So it was a lot, a lot. You pre-gamed at Baba Gums. We pre-gamed. No, we found this other place. Uh, Harry <laughs> Harry something's right beside the garden, and they had six dollar Bud Lights, and it was great. No, we we went to this great place right by the garden. Harry uh, was great, great spot. Anyways, the fourteen twenty Sports Bar podcast. Four viewers, Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order of over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want, when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast, as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. Once again, that's promo code 1420 pod at seatgeek.com or the seat geek app. 1420 Sports Podcast for Beer with Sports Talk and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Uh save 20 bucks off your first purchase and uh yeah, buy yourself beer and get free parking. Or if you don't, if you fly somewhere, get more beer. Done deal. In Uh, Denver. That 20 bucks ain't getting you free parking
2: close to the stadium. I'm letting no. you know.
1: Yes, go I'm up near
2: neither. Yeah, go up because I did, like I said, I got my $3 uh draft beer up in the nose, please, before first pitch. Because you ain't getting free
1: parking. Let you know. You know, you're not saving 20 Thanks bucks for so.
2: the 20 bucks, Geek, but I didn't get free parking.
1: <laughs> there you go. Dave will uh we'll get going here with the uh... Dave will get going with something we uh, we do uh you you started this and people uh they pirated us a little bit I think they uh we should have copyrighted this a long long time ago hey by the way happy anniversary we missed our two-year anniversary a couple weeks uh, a week ago it's
2: funny how we uh when things happen that we don't uh recognize important days. Man, happy it, anniversary. Can
1: you imagine if you missed your and Kaylee's anniversary, what she would have done? I'm not mad at all.
2: Well, neither am I. It was just like, oh, how do we miss that?
1: Well if, if you missed we, Kaylee, had, we
2: had if you, to, you yeah.
1: missed by by happenstance Kaylee's anniversary, what would happen? Fourteen years
2: in hasn't happened yet. So I don't know. You're just not going to chance it.
1: Wow, she'd be very disappointed, I'm sure. Anyways, Dave, <laughs> uh, I know you're going to the Dave Matthews Band this weekend down in Washington State, down at the Gorge. Uh, so I got a would you rather for this, just in case you didn't go to SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com and get your tickets for whatever happened. Would you rather have front row tickets to a musician you have never heard of, or listen to your favorite band from the parking lot?
2: I'm
0: going to say front
2: rows because I've listened like Dave Matthews band is my favorite band and I've seen them live. Honestly, 35 times, never from front row, but from pretty close. I can listen to from the parking lot because I'm going to be going again. I'll take I'll roll the dice and take front row to a mystery
1: band. See, I thought that as well because the, the mystery band might turn out really good and have a good time. Maybe something I never, I never heard of. And I could always walk away. Yeah, if it's shitty, just leave. And I, I, can I close thought the, the same curtains, thing. Yeah, I, I said, uh, listen to my favorite band because I think the first time, the only time we're down to the gorge, the one night we we stayed up in the, in the in the campground and listened to it from up there and played bocce ball and drank beers, whatever. And the next night we went to actually down to the show, so it was kind of kind of that kind of thing. Uh, that was back in Jesus 2000 when we uh, picked you guys up in the side of the road. 2000. That
2: might have been been like 97, 96. No, it even. was 2000. That I was, was living
1: in Vernon. You guys blew was... oh, the, oh, okay. uh, the van a and I picked you guys up in the Barbie car on the side of the road. Uh, the, you guys were just stranded, doing nothing but playing cards, playing asshole, drinking beers on the side of the road. It was quite. And
2: funny. That was timing was a thing. That was some.
1: That was some sort yeah, of. Yeah, I, 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 uh, sa- I saved some lives that day. I think the. You guys, you guys were well well hydrated. There's no getting around that. But we weren't gonna die.
2: Back. You didn't save lives, but you definitely expedited the process of uh getting us back, Dave. Into, I saved uh, lives
1: that day. Well, don't let me ours. take that off my don't, <laughs> take that off my, uh, my resume. No, I uh, I think the same thing because you can always, you know, if you sit in a parking lot, and turn the speakers on, it's not the same thing, but it's the same thing. Put on a live album, whatever it is, right? You can do that too, uh, Dave. Uh, you just got back from vacation. Uh, you, you had a great time. Let's just take say, say, conversation. Would you rather get diarrhea on vacation or the day of your wife or son's birthday? I don't know where this comes from, but it's whatever. Yeah, that's a weird question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like, I don't wish Diary on anybody, but
2: you, you know. know, I would, I would probably say the family birthday or celebration because then I'm close to home base. There ain't nothing worse than having to defecate in enemy territory. I, I like when I say enemy territory, unfamiliar territory, right? Like at the ballpark, I, I, I actually did have to drop the kids off A at the cool pool at the bar. Oh, yeah, no, it was perfect. Like, because I felt it coming. And then it was just like, there was <laughs> nobody, there was nobody around. And I hit it and it was clean. It was because we were going early because Jasper wanted to see BP. So it was, it was just literally as clean as it was going to get. There was not, not, not only was there not a lineup, there was not a soul in that, in that uh, thing. So I go, you don't go to the end one because everybody goes to the end one. You go from the 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 third from the end is where I go. I go
1: right in the middle. Yeah, I had a small situation, not a situation It could have been a situation. I was in the uh, with the dugout bar on Paul Neal Day on Sunday, where yeah, <laughs> there was pokeroo. It was it, yeah, I had to go, and uh, thank God it wasn't too busy in there because I've been in there when it's been <laughs> packed and uh, had a good time. The dugout bar, Dave, across from Yankee Stadium. It has a Taco Bell in the back of it, like a, ta- a Taco Bell window. So you, after the game, you get some Taco Bell. It has a walkthrough. It a Taco a, Bell walkthrough? a window. There's just a window in the bar. So you can walk up, order Taco it, Bell as you're drinking beers. Taco Bell. It's actually, that's kind of sweet. Actually, it's actually really neat. The, the dugout. Good shout out to the uh, the dugout for uh, host having us there on uh, on Sunday and Paul on the old day. Dave, uh man, good good show tonight. A lot of laughs, like a lot of uh, uh good memories that we both uh, shared with each other. Uh glad you guys had a good time. It uh and hope you have a good time down in the gorge. We're gonna talk again on Wednesday. Um, is Jasper going to the gorge with you guys? You bet. Um, last
2: time we went was the year pre-COVID. Uh just when I say we, I mean uh, Kaylee and myself. Um Jasper was pretty bummed that he had to spend the weekend with his grandparents we promised him the next time we went to go to the gorge he would come with us so it's now it's just uh the family again and so it's Jasper, katie and myself we're going to the gorge to watch dave matthews three nights in a row friday night saturday night sunday night it's a thing i've done it's <laughs> i don't know I I am a big DMB fan and and no, I'm really no, looking Jesus. forward to it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm a bit of a dork when it comes to that,
1: and oh, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward it to it more than that, Dave. Don't worry <laughs> about that.
2: <laughs> and and I'm looking forward; like yeah, it'll be fun. Like uh, and and uh, I
1: enjoy traveling with my wife and son, and and it's gonna be fun. No, it's uh this to me the uh, the end of summer. You you have one more weekend coming up, but for, for, for to me the end of summer is always the Little League World Series. And it ended tonight. Hawaii, what a wagon of a team, man! They they steamrolled through the entire tournament. Watched the game today. It was kind of it's kind of shitty watching a, a, a championship game end in a ten run rule, 13-3 in five innings. It was kind of disappointing. But the team from Carousel put up a, a decent fight for a little bit. But that, that that Hawaiian team, man, that was something to watch all week long. And that's one thing, Dave. Let, let's talk about for a second here. And you were talking about ESPN, and you you did bring it up earlier on the show that. Uh, daytime tv in the states yes we're not we're on vacation we probably shouldn't be watching tv but went to bars and lounges and sit in the hotel room the one thing i did appreciate that espn did do down there is that they uh had the little league world series on every channel all the games were being played and I, i as a baseball dork and as a little league world series guy i appreciated that quite a bit do you
2: know what i didn't appreciate about that the terrible umpiring calls behind the plate. It was bad. They
1: were so. Strike was, was rather wide. I thought
2: it. It was. It was wide, but only at times. It was absolutely ridiculous how bad the officiating was, and I was a little bit miffed about that. And I yeah. thought you would be
1: as an official. Yeah, I was. because We were at a couple of places. Like, That's not a strike. And Deanne goes. They're twelve it doesn't matter it's literally it's like, <laughs> but
2: still this is
1: not well, the they're... umpires aren't 12 right so
2: yeah the umpires aren't and that's why they're there i you know that was my biggest takeaway about watching so much little league world series i mean, it was nice to see canada actually do well for a, little what a couple bit. games
1: for The, the yeah. Often, yeah, beat japan that that's never something. happens yeah that's something yeah it's well it happened now but a lot nonetheless. Of fun. no it's a lot of fun Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast brought to you by Manscaped SeatGeek, BetUS.com, fans edge. Uh, support our, 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 uh, our sponsors. We cause they, they help us uh, put keep putting shit up for you guys. Not shit. Content, not shit. Hey, it's not shit. <laughs> Anyways. Dave, fun show tonight. Take care of each other. More important. take care of yourself because you need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave?
2: I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. And it's good talking to you again. It's been too long. It's been 10 long days. We'll catch up. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Five long years. 10 long days. Colin James. 10. Well, I knew that's five long years, but it's five long days. No, it's not even five long days. 10 long days. Five long days. only like,
1: well, Wednesday's in three days. (laughs) Three. We'll figure it out. We're not picking each other up.
0: Thank you for listening to this Belly
2: Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.
1: You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303 292 9992, now in Lowry or downtown.